Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about one of the most iconic, if not the most iconic superheroes of all time. We're talking about Superman. We're doing a feature focus of one of the most popular. I mean, agreed, right? I mean, he's got to be yeah, I'm, most he's recognizable. Most recognizable, for easily. sure. Who? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, who? But anyway, um, we're going to go ahead and get started. What's going on, guys? This is Ron. And this is Hyde. And I'm Michael. And let's talk about Superman. Um, he is one of those characters that is just so part of world culture. Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That, like his, his logo is co-opted onto everything. Right. Like, it's... I oh, think I see it in your, like, fluffy cat shirt yeah, it, unicorn it, it, thing. It probably is. You, you see know? it everywhere, for you sure. See it, you see it yeah. everywhere. Um, it gets adapted for corporations, and, like, it's... Right. Like, it's even a... I'm not a Superman. It's a, it's like a colloquialism. People say Superman, you know, not even talk about this, but right. a reference, obviously. But um, what is it like, do you think, to be in charge of... If you are DC, and you have one of those characters... Like, Marvel has Spider-Man. Right. Which, and Captain America, is- but... Superman is on an entire another level. For sure, like, yeah, they, yeah. If you are a book, uh, not a book, if you're an author, a writer for a comics, and you are in charge of Superman, you have to write a Superman book. Right. I would imagine that that's, it, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's their flagship character. Right. Flagship comic book character. I'm pretty nervous. Uh, not hi, to mess can you up. tell me a little bit, since you seem to, you are our resident comic historian here. Um, can you tell Is that us what we're going with? Yeah, more or less. More, DC more than historian. Us. DC historian. Comic historian. Yeah. Tell me DC's about your, Tell me about Top Cow. Baby. No. <laughs> Top Cow. Oh wow. Um. Tell, me, tell me about Savage Dragon. No. Um. Tell me. Can you tell me a little bit about Superman and like how we came to be or any sort of Golden Age Superman information? So Superman. We all know, created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster. Right. Um, actually started back in 1933. This actually predates most major comic publishing companies. Um, and it was through um, a self-published magazine called Science Fiction where they wrote uh, Superman. And it was called The Reign of Superman. This comic character ended up taking off so hard, so popular. It was becoming Sunday news strips. Right. Um, and kids were really enjoying it. This is the first superhero. This is essentially the first super-powered superhuman right. out there. Because, I mean, you had the Shadow, you had... Right. Um, you had crime fighters. Crime fighters, but you didn't have anyone that had miraculous powers, could leap over a building... In a single bound. In a single bound, and, bound yeah. and run yeah. faster than a speeding bullet. bullet. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. <laughs> you don't know. I knew him. I, just, I, I didn't know we were doing like a... Yeah, of course. Um, but then in 1938... Jerry and, Joel, uh, Jerry and Joe were approached by Detective Comics to buy the character Superman from them. And they ended up selling it to him, and Superman first appears in a actual comic book format in 1938 in Action Comics number one. Okay. And, and this is in, you said 38? 1938. And, and they were still, when did Detective Comics start? Because, like, how, how long after they... Because, I mean, they did, what, war bo- Not war books. What did they start off with? D- uh, Detective Comics. Detective Comics started off with a with, handful with of... Detective Comics. Like probably Detective cri- Comics. I mean, and... that's... Up until issue 27 of Detective Comics, their actual flagship title at the time, they were all just kind of crime stories. They were right. just your basic noir kind of... Sure. 
run of the mill. Oh, this girl's in danger by some creature or right T- tied to a railroad track. Tied to a railroad tracks. The mob's doing something right. wrong, right. kind of thing. Um, so then, Detective Twenty Seven. We actually have the introduction of Batman in uh, I want to say it's April of. Uh, 1939. Okay, so right after right Superman. after Superman comes in and uh, breaks the mold into letting Detective Comics have another title as right. Action Comics. And what like when did he become the icon that he is? Do does that like is it just a gradual thing over time, or is there like a a certain moment that you know about where maybe Superman you know was like super entered the public consciousness? Superman's always kind of been that big... I mean, from the get-go, he was one of the biggest characters because he's the first superhuman. He's an alien from another planet Mm -hmm. that came here and is trying to do good and trying to help the human race. Um, Fun little tidbit, though. When Siegel and Schuster sold the rights to the characters to Detective Comics... At the time, they sold it for $130. Oh, my my gosh. Dude. I assume they had some sort of back end. Crazy. Did Did they get... Did they get compensated later? They didn't. They didn't get compensated until much later. Probably much later. Actually, I want to say it was either the first Superman movie that came out or the second <laughs> Superman movie. That wow, came out. that's a long time. That, they, that's a they were, pretty they big were probably gap. Elderly. They were. Uh, I know. I want to say it was Joe Schuster was actually on his deathbed when the movie came out, if I remember oh, correctly. Man, that's great. So his, I want to say, his, his granddaughter or one of his family relatives went to go see it and took. The other one, I, like I said, I don't right. remember if it was Joe or Jerry that was sick at the time to go see it. Wow. And I mean, it's kind of one of those things. Um, that's cra- I mean, $130 was a lot different than it was now. Right. Not even still. I adjusted with inflation. I mean, probably like. I want to say it's almost about $10,000 roughly adjusted with inflation good, right. in today's that, money. Right. I mean, that. That's still not that much considering what Superman right. became. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you know, I, but I mean, what can you do when you think of like name recognition for that too? You look at someone like Bob Kane. Bob Kane's always going to be created. Right. Was always credited for creating Batman. Batman. But there's a second half to that story, and we'll talk a little bit more about it when we do a Batman, Batman feature one, focus. Yeah. But Bill Finger, who was one of the crea- co-creators of Batman, actually doesn't get recognized no. until Donna Justice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not on. He, up until recently, like he hasn't been mm-hmm. on. He's his family's just now getting credit for his creation as Batman. That's awesome. Um, that's always good to see when the original creators get some credit rather than just well they sold it to. At the time, know. yeah, their work for hire. So right. well, yeah, right. because comics weren't a legitimate quote unquote legitimate yeah. you know me, uh, art medium. They weren't considered. You weren't a real artist, like, right? Uh, I know uh, Stan Lee talked about it, like, uh, in, I don't know, one of those million docu- documentaries where they talk to Stan Lee, but they talk- he talked about writing for comics, and he was sort of, you didn't tell people, you told him you were, you, you you were, were in, you're working in, in print. print. Yeah, print. you were working in print. print. And that's why he doesn't use his real name, too, because he yeah. wanted to go off and write real books. Right, because, like, it wasn't respectable. Yeah. And, and I think even still, it's getting better, but still today, I think it's still not you know, as as respected as it as it could be. I mean, it's more respected in the terms that maybe not everyone knows well, who's writing. Business respects it, for well, sure, because they know it makes money. Not only that, but it's not in the terms of like, oh, hey, what are you writing? What are you? It depends on who you're writing, who you're drawing, True. kind of thing, right. or what you've done in the past at this point. But you don't have someone run-of-the-mill, oh, I'm reading the Flash comics right now. I've been reading it for three volumes into it right. now. But I had no idea Brian Bruchelletto and Francis Manipal were the writers or creators, so it's kind of right. one of those things. Yeah, I mean, that's always a thing, like, 
it's always cool to see when people know the names of the people who are writing the books because they, they they didn't even used to put them on the front of the books. You know, Mm-mm. you have to read them in the credits right. or like now they were on the first page. And yeah, on like, the, inside the created book, yeah. by Bob Kane. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but like who's actually drawing it and all these things? But like now they're on the covers and has all the last names, which is great. Um, but um, so. Superman, like I said earlier, is it you know super iconic? You know everybody dresses up like Superman as a kid. You know everybody does the little Superman pose. Like everyone is all about Superman when they're a little kid. Um, and to me, I never really got into Superman as as uh, as I got a little bit older. I sort of I I sort of had that. There's not enough Cthulhu in there. For there's you. not there's not <laughs> enough Cthulhu. Um, no, you know my problem with Superman was always that he's He's kind of boring to yeah. me. To me, um, I, I agree. Now I'm gonna amend that for you know there's there's exceptions, but right. um, you can write like, up up until I read All Star Superman, I didn't think Superman could be interesting because to me, how do you make a character that is essentially a deity, uh, a god, right? How how do you make his combat like? Wh- why am I scared about anybody fighting him? Right, like. There's, and, and that's all, That's all. when I was reading Superman comics when I was little, that's all it was. Superman's going to beat this guy up really bad and, that's win, it. and win the day. Yeah. Cool. Next one, you know. Um, whereas Peter Parker's, you know, he's struggling, he's got all these problems. Uh, what problems could Superman possibly have, you know? Uh, as, this is, this is you know, younger, uh, this is what I was thinking when I was younger. And even still, to this day, I, I think it's tough to write interesting Superman. Um, but... What what do you think about that? I I agree totally. Uh, I didn't. My first my first comic I ever saw uh, was Action number one. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of mine was definitely Superman. My grandpa actually loved Superman, and uh, when I was like five or six, I he showed me his comics, and I he had tons of Superman comics just mm-hmm. from back when he was little, and I. Didn't read any, uh, but that was it was my yeah, first time seeing a, a Superman yeah, comic book. I mean, he's iconic. You're gonna see him but all over the place. Whenever I started reading comic books uh, in 2010, actually, I just never really it never gra- it never interested me right. that I, he he can't be stopped. Right. Like, how do you make that interesting? Yeah, like, it's, I, it's hard. Yeah, well, I mean, like. And 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 everyone also seems to have this unlimited supply of kryptonite, like right. the rarest element in the universe. Like just like BVS. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like just like Batman vs Superman. That's a twenty two. Sure, I think it's twenty two. Uh, mention Batman Superman. I'll, I'll let it slide on this one because uh, <laughs> we're actually talking about <laughs> <a> Superman. <laughs> um, but and also to me, that's also why I have a hard time with the Superman movies because I mean, uh, the Christopher we. Well, the first one is decent. Yeah, let's. Um, I I don't even like the first one all that much, but I have, like I haven't seen any. I will. I I seen the one right before Man of Steel. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Superman yeah. Returns. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. The prequel I'm reboot sorry, that Brian, Brian Singer left X Men franchise yeah. to go do. But uh, Man of Steel had some really cool fight scenes. Yeah, it did. But again, like I, I Superman. In movies and video games, to me, is always really hard to do. Because, oh, I'm sure video games. Well, are video games because I it's, should. Well, he just shouldn't have a health meter. Right. Like it's just all right. I'm like just he, gonna walk. He, he should have a. I'm gonna walk with my fist out. You just yeah. gonna well, hit but it. It's one of those things that I think up until recently, especially when it comes down to a Superman movie, you can't. You couldn't do much. You couldn't do Mongol. You couldn't do Dark right. Side because you of effects. Yeah, you couldn't do the villains that actually had a 
a real impact on Superman. So you're stuck with Lex Luthor. How many times can you see Lex Luthor in a movie? How many times... Right. Um, Brainiac would have been a, a good choice to do right. it. Bizarro, things like that. Something that he can actually not that, that break. That goes toe-to-toe. Yeah, yeah sure. that doesn't break when he flicks them. For exactly. sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. I mean, you know. Um, but, no, that's always, to me, it seems to be a really tough job to make an interesting Superman movie. Uh, or video game. Or, or story. Any, or anything. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean... How do you just not make this invincible guy? You know, what what's the threat? You know, right? Um, which is you know, uh, what is really different about All Star, which I like a lot. But um, and there's other good ones too. But um, this is, you know, my by far my favorite one. For sure. Um, but what is Ron your favorite Superman story? My, do you have a favorite Superman story? I do, um, and it's very recent. Uh, it is. <laughs> It's Superman American Alien, uh, which most of y'all probably read because it's very, very recent. Because Ron never s- stopped talking about it. It's really good. Um, <laughs> he recommends that or Lock and Key. <laughs> <laughs> Not any other image book. No, that's it. It's just that and Lock and Key. Lock and um, this Superman story takes place over seven issues, and it's going that's through it. his life uh, through random various times in his life. So the first one starts, he's about seven or eight. Um, and he's basically pretty much dealing just with his superpowers. So it's he's him it out with his the Kents. with his uh, with the Kents. Um, it kind of feels like uh, the new Superman book, where he's basically his sons and he's training right. Superboy. He's training his son, but he's basically just trying to learn what he can do. Um, and it's really cool. Every book has a different artist, and really? this one started out with one of my favorite artists, which is Nick Dragata, and he does um, East of West. Oh, really? And I, I thought that was amazing. I was like, all right, cool. Start with a bang. Awesome. Um, and did, they, did they keep that for the up? writers? Did they have... Oh, what's wrong with the writer? It's for the writer. The writer. So, <laughs> Hyde does not like this book. Mind you, he hasn't oh, read it. I haven't, I haven't read it yet. So, I'm not going to say I'm not going to like the book. Okay. I hate the writer. He does not like the writer. I hate the Max writer. Landis. What's, what's not okay. a good bone Bef- in that man's body? Before we get... To why he is Ron very cocky. I will say that he, he is very. Why do you hate cocky. Max Landis so much? So Max Landis has actually been trying to put this book out for, for I want to say about five or six years. Yeah, it's, really. it's been a little while. Yeah, because yeah. he he is tired. He hates Spider Man. Okay. He yeah he's <laughs> Max Landis is something else. Max Landis thinks the greatest superhero film ever made is Chronicle because he wrote it. True. Very Chron- true. He has okay. he has. Come on, that is his that. only yeah. credible yeah, movie. A is good that though. he has written. It's no, good. No, it's not. You don't like Chronicle? It's it's all right. Okay, all right. If they had labeled it Fantastic Four, it would have been fine. Well, I mean, it was better than Fantastic Four twenty sixteen. <laughs> but it's better than well. That's basically what Chron- I mean. Uh, Fantastic Four should have been, but all right. His idea for a Spider Man story was to shoot Peter Parker in the head and have Peter Parker try to go back to the real world. Okay. Because he hates Spider-Man that much. <laughs> wow. Okay. And and that's why you don't like him? You don't, I like, just, you don't like his attitude? I don't like his attitude towards it. Because he just, in a sense, he'll stomp all over any other creators and any other stories. And even when the Fantastic Four stuff was coming out, and they he went off and was like, they're just trying to copy my Chronicle work. Fantastic Four is not an original idea. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Chronicle. Not okay. It, it has been a little while since I've seen it, too. And so it's just... 
his arrogance about it and the fact that, you know, his he's public very, he's very arrogant. His publicist is probably shivering in the background every I'm, time he does I'm, an interview. I'm, I'm sure he does half one. He, yeah, he, he, would you say he's one of the most outspoken or Dude, the most he's, outspoken bro, he's, writers? I mean, think of it like if Alan Moore was ever outspoken. Well, see, Alan Moore's outspoken, but like they, But no they, one they, listens to him. That's right, the yeah, difference. Well, well they also he doesn't go out of his way to do it. Yeah, like, if he, you if you go Landis kind of goes out of his way to do it. Yeah. Whenever there's a superhero movie coming out that's not... Yeah, he does go on Twitter he a lot. He, I mean, he's, yeah. he's what, 20... 25? Yeah, he's 25, very... 26. 26, 27. Like, so, he, I mean, he thinks he's, he's, like, the greatest movie writer. Oh, really? I'm, I don't know about all that. He does. He does. And it's, it's sad, too, because I'm really hoping that Lionsgate isn't this stupid to do it. But well, they, did you like Chronicle? I didn't. Okay. I... I like, right. as, I like I like aspects it's of it, fine. but I don't like, like fine footage films. Okay, well, I just right. I can't. You can't get behind it. I can't. Get, okay. Yeah, um, but if Lionsgate is true to what they're saying, he's actually directing the live action pe- uh, Pokemon movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't believe that. For I, I mean, a I'll watch it. <laughs> also I mean, known as Detective Pikachu. <laughs> or, yeah, it's supposed to be. And, that, and he's writing. He wrote the Power Rangers movie. Right. Well, that I could see. But. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I ever, because I didn't know, I didn't, I knew, I knew of him, but I never like seen him in person. Like I never like seen a video of him, you know. I never seen like I never actually saw what he looked like until a interview probably about a year ago, and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like because he's, he's got the long hair, his long like hair the, is like five different colors. Yeah. It's, oh, really? he's ridiculous. Shaved head, like it's it's ridiculous. It's like him and Skrillex hang out a little bit. Yeah, oh, kind no, of. Like, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me find out. But, but, oh, yeah. man. But so, back, so, so tell me about why this book grabbed you so much. What do you like about it? I like that he's... Basically, he doesn't really become Superman. And, like, he doesn't get the cape and the... <laughs> he doesn't get the cape and the, and the blue tights. Up until the last issue. Um. So, that first issue was really good. The third one, actually... Is also really good. Um, so they also have good talent, like art on um, on these books. Like you have uh, Dragata on the first one. You have Joel Jones, who is doing who's doing a Lady Killer. Um, she's on the third one. You have Manipul on the fifth one. You have Jock on number seven. Wow. So yeah, well, I mean, it's good talent heavy, on these hitters. books. Yeah, for sure. Um, the third one is probably my favorite out of all of them. Wow. So he, uh, I will explain that. Okay. Uh, he. Fine. He ends up landing on a boat that is having a party for Bruce Wayne. Okay. All right. Bruce Wayne never shows up to his parties. Of course. We find. I mean, there you would go. Would you? I mean, oh, whatever. <laughs> yes, I would because yeah. I'm not Bruce Wayne. That's true. Um. So whenever he gets on the boat, everybody thinks he's Bruce Wayne, and okay. he's just like, ah, let's roll sure. with it. <laughs> which which explains the reason why. Bruce and Clark always look the same, and that's yeah, why, that's why, they, sense, that's right? why yeah. they played it like that. Um, see, that's clever writing right there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for for I'll get go on. <laughs> um, so he's going through this whole party, and he ends up finding his uh, talking to this girl who knows he's not bad. Uh, Bruce Wayne, sorry. Um, so whatever they start talking and they hook up, whatever. By the end of the book, um, we get to see um, DC villain or assassin. There's two of them in the end of the book. 
Well, I don't remember the other one. So there you go. Um, <laughs> favorite book. Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Deathstroke ends up coming on the boat to actually take out Bruce Wayne. Okay. <laughs> Come to find out it's Superman. <laughs> that sounds like the plot to uh, Archie meets Punisher. Because Punisher goes to Riverdale. Because the, the killer Because like... he's hunting a guy that looks just like Archie. Really? Yeah. All right, there you and go. He crashes the, like, the prom or something. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, so when Deathstroke comes, he tries to hit him with the sword. The sword breaks. And he's like, wait, what? And then Superman just clearly just knocks him out of space. So, I mean, knocks him knocks him out pretty pretty far. That was pre- that one's pretty cool. Um, and then the num- number five, I like this one a lot because he's not, he's, it's pretty much right before he gets in the suit. Okay. In the blue blue and red suit. Right. And it's it's him in more or less kind of a Batman costume. Like, it's super black. He has goggles, black cape. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually really cool just looking at it. And it's and it's man of pulls art. Awesome. Right? So it's like, oh, all cool. right. Like, you know, give him another costume. And then Seven It's really I, cool. I love the cover on Seven. I, I like it. Really really Seven's really cool just for the fact that this is where he meets um, Lex Luthor. Okay. He doesn't. He does has the suit. He has the cape. He he gets his name from Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Lex Luthor ends up calling him Superman towards the end of the book, and he was like, "I like that. I'm gonna be Superman." And then he writes him like this uh, this letter on the uh, well, this note on the on his window, okay, telling him that I'm Superman. You should probably watch out. Now, I, I this book's amazing. Lobo's in this one. And th- Lobo is in that one. So how long has this been out? It ended. Two months ago? About two or three months ago. uh, It started early, early 2016. Okay. So, yeah, like January. But there's there's no trade out yet. There is not. There will be one out October 21st. Okay. Well, so, I mean. And it's supposed to add. um, Are these back issues hard to find? Yes. Yes, yes, they are. We have none in our back issue bins. Right. I literally took mine out of my boxes to bring so we can get a good look at them. Yeah. Wow. Like. So are you telling me every other issue, like two? Because you skipped over two, you skipped over. I know. I well, these <laughs> were these were <laughs> these were credible artists that I okay. figured I'd just pick up. But the other highlight. the other three books yeah, are really three. great. Yeah, the other three are have good art as well. Okay. So, well, Hyde, I'm. Do you think maybe you might check it out when the trade comes out? I I will check it out when the trade comes out because it was something interested that I wanted to read, even though it's got this trash name on it for a writer. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, um, savage. There was something you wanted to bring up earlier with me with uh, Bruce Wayne and uh, Clark looking the same for some reason. I just I thought that was a fun thing because that's always kind of something that plays out through, and I mean it's played out since the golden age of comics that. Clark and Bruce look exactly the same, and yeah. at some at one point, I think it was either Batman or Superman were on trial, and so the other one, the other one had to stand in for the other. Well, so yeah, I mean, it sounds good. I, I, I've, it's really cool. I've heard you talk about it a lot. Yeah. So I, I like mean, I like that they go through the, his different stages of life, just trying to figure it, out is it, who he is. Basically, you, is it like Smallville? It's a little bit better than Smallville. From I mean, I've seen. yeah. I've I mean, never, also never watched Smallville. I mean, because he doesn't—he basically doesn't use his powers in Smallville. Am he I does, right? He uses his I mean, in but it's like certain things he can—he can and can't do. But he's not superheroing. Yeah, right? he, he's not like I mean, fight. well, right. I, I don't. See, I, Smallville's I, tough because it's this. 
it's one of those things that he has his powers. It's just like, let's not use them. Right. Oh, okay. okay. And try it. Like, no one must know because I don't have a secret identity yet. But, okay. you know, yet Lois gets picked up in a car by him. and Of course. By issue, nobody notices. I hate Lois. <laughs> by issue four of Superman American Alien, he does use his powers for good oh, and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Well, so I wouldn't. It, I guess it's kind of October 21st. October 20th. Wow, okay. And it's, it's only in hardcover. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, they'll okay. do a soft cover in like a year. I, I mean, who knows? That's generally because I mean, that's, yes, that's generally how DC yeah. does it. Is but I mean, extra? who knows? I there is going to be like some me. extra sketches and probably some script stuff. Okay. And, yeah. Neat. Um, well, I, I mentioned mine earlier. I'll definitely. That, I'll probably check that out. It's good, I, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's not, you. I've heard you talk about it enough. I'll probably end up picking up the, the hardcover when it comes out. Um, my favorite Superman story is, uh, I mentioned it earlier, is All-Star Superman, written by uh, Grant Morrison with art by Frank Quietly. Um, and I guess it's it's not really a, a surprise that I like Grant Morrison because I like Alan Moore and they're really similar. I mean, yeah, it just yeah. goes hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. um, like, it's... I'm not going to get too into the plot of it because it's I don't want to you know give anything away, but... Um, it's the first issue. I mean, there's an animated movie out of it, too. The animated movie is okay. I think... Well, yeah, but I it's because they skip over all the Jimmy Olsen stuff. The Jimmy Olsen stuff is great. I like the Jimmy Olsen stuff. I love the Jimmy Olsen stuff in this. Like, he's... Because he's he's, he's... he's not boring. Like, he's not, you know... I don't... Oh, gee, Mr. Superman, we're gonna go get him today? Like, I don't know. I just... Re- the one thing I remember of Jimmy Olsen out of All-Star Superman is there's this panel where he comes back into the Daily Planet. He's in high heels and a dress, yep. and he's got the earrings on. Exactly. And he's just like, don't ask about it. Don't worry. <laughs> so It's true. Um, but so, the the uh, Ron, you've never read this, correct? No, I watched the movie, though. Uh, when did you watch it? Mm, Recently? Probably, okay. probably about like, two years ago. Okay. So, the, the basic premise, I guess, is in the very beginning... Of the book, uh, there was a, a manned mission to the sun. This happened off off screen. This is before, this has already happened in the beginning of the book. Uh, there's a manned mission to the sun that goes wrong, and uh, Superman has to go and save them. Uh, basically, he has yeah. to go and sort of, uh, you know, rescue everybody. Right. And as we all know, Superman draws his power from Earth's yellow sun. Oh, a word. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that before. <laughs> no, uh, never. Yeah, um, but and apparently. Having to go that much into the sun and like getting that direct contact with it starts to kill him. And uh, in the first like couple of pages, supposedly. Well, that, well, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what that's what that's what we are led to believe. Right. I mean, right, right. Whether what, what whatever happens. Yeah, I remember watching the movie. I was like, oh, all right, yeah, cool. Like it's you know because he he did, he wasn't uh, metastasizing it quick enough. Correct. Like because it was coming in too it was yeah faster than it should have. So he starts to. Uh, be less impervious. You know sure. what I mean? Like He's still, like, doing superhuman things. Right. But um, it's sort of... It wasn't that he was becoming less impervious, because he was lifting almost ten times what he could normally lift. Like, his powers right, were... Right, but his cells were, like... Regenerating too quickly, and it was actually killing him because of that. Because it was, it, he was essentially getting super was, cancer. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, pretty much. And But the way Grant Morrison writes him is that he doesn't sort of shy away from that he is... Godlike, like even the cover looks like he's he looks like a sun god. You know oh what I mean? yeah, it's 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 very he's he he acts like a deity in this. Like he bestows Lois um, his powers for a day, gives her a costume. Right, I, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, like he sort of uh, it. 
it's it's just it's really amazing. They it, were taking like dates and stuff while they yeah. were like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know, man. It's That's just an unanswerable question, which they never tell you what the question was. Oh, of course. But um, there's also a really good issue where Lex is in prison, mm-hmm. and he and he teams up with Clark Kent. And he's always complaining about how useless he is. Right. He's fighting against yeah. Parasite. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because Parasite wants to eat Superman's powers. And, like, yeah. And and Clark has to, like, whenever Lex isn't looking, like, do, do, do yeah. stuff. And, like, he's, yeah, I remember there's, that. there's a panel where, like, Lex is looking away and, and Clark is, like, freezing people with his breath. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, they show most of that like, in the, in the like, movie. Lex, you're yeah. just completely useless. Yeah, they show most of that in the movie. No, he's like, Clark, you're just completely useless. Yeah, no, they show a lot of it. But so what were they missing from the... Um, it's... It, a lot of the, I don't know, a lot of the weirdness. Okay. A lot of, I mean... A lot of stuff Jimmy that Olsen just stuff. pretty much... A lot of the, the, the stuff Grant Morrison threw in there. A lot there. of the Grant okay. Morrison stuff. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? It's like... Stuff um, they had to cut. And, and some of the philosophy like. isn't there. You know, sort of like V for Vendetta, which for we'll sure. talk about uh, another time. But, um, like, the movie for V for Vendetta is, is really good, yeah. but the book supersedes it, like, on in every level. And this is, I think, to me, the same way. It has that... It has the... it It's coming from a very philosophical place like a lot like Watchmen Watchmen. a lot like Watchmen it's a lot like Alan Moore you know what I mean Um, but it's also it's also a lot like Grant Morrison (laughs) because it's Alan Moore isn't oh here we go Alan Moore's weird (laughs) we got him started Alan Moore's weird Yes, talk nap. about talk about Lord Moore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a nap right here. Yeah. Alan Moore's weird. <laughs> Good night. But, but Grant Morrison is bizarre. You know what I mean? Like Grant Morrison, like is the current editor of Heavy Metal magazine. And if you haven't read his intro letter in his first issue, you need to do it. He talks about uh, Jesus, Shrek, um, dinosaurs. I it, swear, I, it is. All over the place. I swear I've seen an action figure pack of that. Yeah, I'm not it, joking. The three, the three <laughs> the, 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 pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, it's, and it's captivating. You're like, I have no idea what you're can talking about. Can we get about. him in this the store? Yeah, can we get a Grant the, Morrison sign? The, you know, the weird thing about Grant just Morrison... Just let him talk, come over from he, Scotland. He's not going to sign yeah. anything. He's just going to speak for an hour. No, no, that's Alan Moore. <laughs> well, he can do it. He can, he'll fine. do it, too. You know he'll do it, too. Morrison? Or? Yeah, Morrison. Yeah. But the, I remember reading... I think one of the first Grant Morrison things I started to read... I love Grant ...a while back was so his weird. Seven Soldiers of Victory run. Okay. Um, and it's an old Golden Age thing that they brought right. into the modern... But I remember reading it and... It's all about magic and mysticism, and so it's so it's, supposed to, it's supposed to be really weird. <laughs> right. So I turn, and I get into it about five or six pages, and then there's this two-page spread where the only way you can read it is you have to literally turn, turn the, the entire book. Oh, you're kidding me. The entire time you read the <laughs> So you're, just, you're sort of rotating it as you're reading Yes, it. exactly. And I'm just like, and then I'm trying, <laughs> to, pay, and then I'm trying to pay attention to what's happening in the art panels, and I can't because it's like a shattered glass. On the same on the same idea of that, but not as not as to the extreme, but I remember in Batman Court of the Owls, I thought it was so okay. neat when Batman gets captured. Oh, in the maze. Yeah, and like, the book, do you, you, you remember that? Like, when Batman gets captured by talent, or the, by the owls. What are we talking about? Batman Batman talking about? Uh, uh, Batman Owls. Batman and the Owls in the first He's talking about the spinning rotation. Oh, right, right, right. right, right. Like, when, they, when, they, when they capture him and put him in the maze or whatever, and like, you're reading it, you're reading it normal, and then as he starts to be in there longer and get crazier, you have to rotate the book and then you're reading it sideways, and then he gets even crazier and he's losing his mind and you're reading it upside down. <laughs> yeah. That like I I love gimmicks like Little that where, they, where they play with the medium. You know what I mean? Like, and that's sort of like uh, Grant Morrison does that. He does a lot of 
Movie. Not yeah. in, not in this. No, not, not in that. That's like his tame stuff. I mean, even what? his Batman stuff is weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Doom Patrol. I mean, oh, I love Doom Patrol. I do Doom too. Patrol's great. Doom Patrol's good. Uh, we'll maybe we'll talk about that another time. We should uh, talk about Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. And then we'll talk because they have it's coming yeah. back. Doom Patrol and yep. the Young Animals in yep. yep. with a uh, Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance fame. Well, which is which is funny because he said that he sat down and talked to Grant Morrison before oh, he? he started writing really? his Doom Patrol run. Well, and I mean, it's going to play heavily on his... Well, that, that gives me hope, then, that it's not going to be... Angsty teenage crap. That it's not going to be uh, Fabulous Lives of the... What is it? The oh, Killjoys. Killjoys. Kill 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 whatever the full title is. True Kill Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys. True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but is Morrison doing anything other than Klaus right now? Because I know he's writing Klaus. Heavy Metal. Klaus? Yeah, he's doing Heavy Metal. Okay, because Klaus is awesome. Because Heavy Metal's a... Is a monthly magazine, so I mean, okay. that's, that's a lot of you know, stuff he's got to do. Klaus is also monthly, but he right. took a well, yeah, but pretty I mean, like, big gap between six and seven. Um, but um, just another one of the random things is like you know how big of a deal All Star Superman is. It's sort of, sort of like Watchmen. Like the quote on the front is from Entertainment Weekly, and on the back it's Variety, The New York Times, uh, you know, The Onion. Um, the Onion? I don't think I take anything seriously. No, AV, from the, uh, AV Club. Okay. <laughs> which, I mean, the Onion AV Club. Um, which is, you know, not jokey. Onion. Right. It's when they review things. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's. I was like, don't. When they're being serious. Well, yeah. That, Man what, hit that, by train. Is the train okay? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the Onion. But yeah. um, anyway, um, I know you've never read it, but I think if you watch the movie, you should definitely read it. It's not for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's not that. It's not a long one. It's not like reading Watchmen. No, it's, it's one of the ones it's, I, I want to. You, you know, it's one of the ones on the list. Obviously, yeah. Hmm? There's one of the ones on the, it's list. On the list. I mean, there's I mean, I was like, I watched it. I can just put it further down the list, right? And get so, to it at some point. What about you, Hyde? What like? Do you have a favorite? Like, do you have a go-to? Like, I want to read Superman. I'm going to go pull this trade out. Um, for me, the best time I like reading Superman is when he's not being Superman. I mean. I like. Yeah. Well, then, I, so you like American Alien then? Well, <laughs> it's like it's like I like the Clark Kent stuff. I don't right. want to. S- Batman needs to be Bruce Wayne. Oliver Queen needs to be the Green Arrow. Captain right. America can't be Steve Rogers. Superman can't be Superman. He needs to be Clark Kent. His secret identity is Superman. Right. Um. And it's more interesting to me to see him humanized than more or less a god. Right. Agreed. I like. Right now, the new Rebirth Superman, I'm liking a lot. Because uh, yeah, it's, I like that one a lot. It's more humanized Superman. It's him trying to protect Lois and John and sure. train Superboy. and Don't let go of Crypto. Crypto needs to come back. And <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty hard hit issue. Oh, yeah, no. Spoilers. I want Crypto back. Spoilers. Yeah, that was a pretty hard issue. Oh. Uh, I mean, they've killed an animal in every issue so far. Yeah, really? They they killed Lois's cat in the first issue. Yeah. Uh, Superboy accidentally fries it. Yep. Okay. Because well, he was trying to save. Yeah, he was trying the to save cat from a... uh, Dan Jurgis. We yeah. need to keep an eye on Dan. Yeah. To make sure <laughs> everything's on the up and up over um, For the record, he is the one that wrote Death of Superman. So is he? Yeah. Um. But yeah. So and then they killed. I think they killed one of Aquaman's pets in the second issue. Okay. There was that big tentacle monster thing that right. was attacking the ship. Right, right, John right. ended up killing that on yeah. accident. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the Eradicator ended up killing Crypto in the third issue. Yep. I mean, they don't have any more pets to. They got Streaky. <laughs> well, alright. <laughs> Streaky's dead? No, Streaky's oh, not dead oh, yet. Oh, okay. But that's in Supergirl. He wasn't in. Yeah. It's going to be. Yeah, if, yeah. if Streaky's in anything, he's going to be in Supergirl, which comes out this week. Because 4 came out and no, yeah. no animals died in 4. 
Well, no, Crypto was officially dead well, in four. Yes, there was a but there was a possibility for Crypto to come back, and then Clark was like, "No, nope, Crypto, run to the light. You've been a good boy." No, it's yeah. not okay. <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah. terrible. Kill any other human characters. I really don't I care. Don't care. Kill Lois. They kill can, Jimmy. Oh, all right. Well, then. any of them. <laughs> crypto. Kill not, Superman again. Crypto can not come back. Crypto. Crypto can come back. Oh, he'll, he'll be back. But like, he better be back. They'll do something. It's fine. Crypto returns or we riot. <laughs> um, exactly. But, but the, yeah, go on. So I like the more humanized Superman. So for me, Mark Wade Superman Birthright is going to be my big pick out of Superman. And that's something... I'm tired. I want to read a Superman story before I go to bed. Right. And so it's Birthright. Just because it's Kal-El trying to beat Clark Kent. It's, well, how do I be a reporter? How do I go out right. and not show that I'm Superman? And I so like it's Clark Kent heavy. It's Clark Kent heavy, and it's him trying to avoid being Superman and using his powers as much as possible. But when in dire need, he'll do it. Okay. Um, what I like about it too is that it's just a fresh take on his origin, essentially. Yeah. Um, well, I mean that that's the you know the modern. It's the modern origin, origin at this story. point, which they hadn't they didn't do a lot of before that. No, like, they, they hadn't retold his origin story mm-hmm. until that and. I mean, if you're going to trust anybody to do it, it would be Mark Wade. Because yeah, right. that dude loves Superman. <laughs> Mark Wade is a big Superman fan. This ending hurt a lot, too. I forgot about how much of this ending hurt. Yeah. This ending, this ending almost made me cry. You, you've read this, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, go on, go on. So, and what I like about it, it's the Lex Luthor we see in this is more like the Batman Superman Lex Luthor that we see. It's more schizophrenic. Aliens and metahumans are out there, and no one understands me. And he finds a friend in Clark a little bit because Clark wants to know more about alien races because he wants to learn where he's come from. Sure. And so Lex is his way into that. Um, and as he goes through that, Lex starts to kind of distrust him because something went wrong with one of his machineries, and Superman ended up pulling him out of the building. He's like, No, why did you do that? You've ruined my life's work. You have to get out of my face. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of built the rivalry between Clark and Lex. Um, and then as we go into Superman and Lex, it's more of Lex is using all this knowledge that he's gained through his youth of alien races and culture and using that against him, showing that Superman is not this all-powerful savior, that he is a Kryptonian war general here to colonize Earth okay. for the Krypt- Kryptonians. Um but the ending for the book is really tough because it starts off with the destruction of Krypton. Like, any right. Superman like, origin always, always starts. Yes. But the end of the book, it's... he's the finally book, he's, Spoilers, Spoilers, obviously. obviously. But he's taken down Lex Luthor. He's stopped this weird holographic, like, art, Kryptonian army that Lex has displayed around Metropolis. Right. And he's sitting in front of these screens, and what he's actually witnessing is his parents actually still saying goodbye. So as he was growing up on Earth, Krypton was still blowing up. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and so he's watching his parents are like, is he going to grow up okay? Is he going to be fine on this Earth? Does he know we loved him? Kind right. of thing. And this is... He's trying to yell out to his parents to, at the end of it. Trying to transmit the message to him. And, yeah, it's... It's, 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 yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty it's, rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's rough. It's pretty rough. It's and, good. And that's yeah, such, it's really a, good. It's such a fresh concept on the end of his rivalry between Lex and Superman. Um, but that is the book to me that I feel like 
they, they took some of Man of Steel from that, like the, some of the origin stuff, but I really think instead of making Man of Steel what they did, they should have just made Birthright. I mean... I think you could have made Birthright into a movie. You, I don't. You? Like, even... In, and then they could have built the universe off of that. I, I think, think... So, I have two of the books here, actually, that they've used for the movie, and I have the Superman Last, Last Son of Krypton, Krypton. Uh, which is Jeff Johns and Richard Donner. Uh, yeah. So once again, who else better to write a Superman book than Jeff Johns and the man that started the Superman movies? Yeah. Um, that one is the second half of the movie that we see with General Zod coming in with the Dragon Ball Z style fights with the exactly. entire city. And exactly. So cool. <laughs> um, and so that one, you deal a little bit with Brainiac. Um, once again, it's a younger Superman coming to terms that you know his he's stuck on this planet. He's the only one of his kind. But he's not, because obviously General Zod comes down to Earth, tries to find him to restart Krypton. Right. Um, as well as Brainiac. Brainiac comes in to try to restart Krypton as well, because he needs a new feeding source. Okay. Hmm. Um, so that's that's what I really liked about those two, is that they're just a younger... Not not necessarily younger Superman, but it's Superman not being modern. Superman. A mo- a mo- yeah. It's it, a more modern it, Superman, Yeah, it's too. a modern Superman, too. It's... Um, because I don't, I don't love Birthright, but I definitely see its merits. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, I can see the groundwork being laid for, um, inspiring people. I think in twenty years, people will keep reading Birthright, and it's going to inspire future man. Uh, oh, for uh, sure, Superman writers in the future. Yeah. You know? Um, and because because Mark Wade is is fantastic. Oh yeah. Uh, he's no a, question. Yeah, no, he's a great writer. His Daredevil stuff is good. You know, he's Archie's re- been great. Ar- Archie's oh, Archie's yeah, Archie's, yeah, Archie's really good. Yeah, God, I love that book. Um, Ar- I'm man. pissed at that book right now. Yeah, I haven't. I'm a little behind. I'm so, so pissed at that book. Issue ten pissed me off. They're doing a lot of Betty Veronica stuff right now, aren't they? Well, they want to sell that book. Yeah. Well, well, like, no, you know, well they've been Betty. they've <laughs> they've been uh, back and forth for a little bit. If you're any other team, you're wrong. <laughs> um, but. What what else, Ron? Like, um, what's another classic? Uh, what's another classic Superman story that, um, I, to, well, to me, another one. Um, <laughs> all right, a little right. setup here. Little we have another book. I had another book. Uh, it's Superman Red Sun, which read. I, I read. You did read. Um, <laughs> he was like, "Hey, what's this other book? What's this other book?" And he he just slid it to me. It's pretty good. Yeah, uh, um, I so read Superman Red Sun. Superman Red Sun. Um, and you read it before. Oh, well, yeah, a long time ago. Right. Um, it's one of these, you know, classic trade. Elseworlds. Yeah, Elseworlds. It's, a, it's one people talk about a lot. Yeah, sure. this is one of the ones people ask for all the time, and it's an iconic story of, you know, it's a what if. Right. Basically, which is what Elseworlds, Elseworlds is. And it's what if Superman had crash landed as a baby in the USSR yep. instead of, you know, Kansas. Right. Um, and... Ron has the unpopular opinion this time, which is it was very okay. I it I like what it did. It it was very different from any other Superman story you can you can read. But it was a Superman story, and I don't like we were talking about earlier. I rather see a Clark Kent story. I like when he's like becoming Superman and all that stuff. It. There was a lot of things they did in here that just I didn't I didn't like and confused me a little bit. Right. Um, Batman in particular was one of those. What did you he, like about Batman? He Batman was created by Superman, basically. Okay. Um, there, whenever Superman 
There were anti-Superman uh, propaganda people, propaganda, propaganda groups, um, and two of them died one night from putting up posters, propaganda posters. And this kid was there. Obviously, they were doing a Batman thing. Um, and then years he later, he, he becomes, becomes right. Becomes years Soviet later, Batman. he Soviet Batman. With, with complete with the silly hat. Oh, the the, the winter hat. Oh, the it's hat it's so great. Yeah, it's so good. Um, but yeah, that's just I I kind of wish that that wasn't the case. Like there was still Batman. You, I think what you want is you want it to be the world as we know it, except Superman is over here in the yeah, USSR. Yeah, that's what and I, how that affects right America. I get I get some of the stuff. Like I got Wonder Woman getting attached to Superman, like, I get it. He's one of the powerful beings on, on the Earth. Like, sure. I get it. But the Batman stuff. I get the Green Lantern stuff a bit. That was all weird, too. But the Batman stuff, I was just like, eh. I'm surprised they've never done an animated movie of this one. I'm, it's so yeah, popular, I'm, you know? Um, I'm sure they'll do it at yeah, some point, yeah. Oh, well, yeah I'm sure I mean, they, they took that long to do Killing Joke, right? Well, that's true. Um, <laughs> but it's also, this is kind of one of those books now, too, for the people that watch the animated movies and I think this kind of falls under the line of why you may have not liked it too much too because he was talking about it's not a modern story it's a Cold War era right story but they never they never bothered me and I think I think there's a lot of detachment there though because it's not something you can relate to relate to I see what it's you not, mean yeah, yeah. it's like I don't know what it's like to, to, to live to, to live, live in a Cold War era right. and I don't I don't right. understand where there's always the threat, threat of nuclear, of nuclear war. war. And I right. don't understand the threat of this superhuman arms race that they're having right now. And when the U.S. creates, uh, essentially, Bizarro. Right, right, They right, create right. the Bizarro Superman um, to combat Superman, the yeah. nuclear arms race, right, essentially. Right. Um, so it's I think there'd be a disconnect there. It's a great story. I love the story. There could be a little out disconnect, of, yeah. Out of the historical context of it, I just love the story of For it. For sure. Right. It's... it's, it's from talking to you earlier, it seems like also like you thought it was like a, a neat, a neat concept, right? But just kind of, you know, just okay when you read it, right? Like, right. You know, not not earth shattering, um, not no, nothing you would like go out of your way to recommend, right? Um, but I will recommend it if you wanted to read if, something if, totally different, different story. from any other Superman story for sure. Um, what else, Hyde? Is there anything that we haven't like? Uh, I know there's that one uh, Alan Moore. Uh, Superman story uh, for the he man who has everything. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shove Alan Moore down our throats at this point. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, well, he loves him. What do you want? He's, uh, yeah. There's well, a, I can't. A, I can't say much because because that story is legitimately awesome. I can't. Yeah, I can't say much because it is still one of my favorite Superman really? stories. Yeah. I haven't read that one. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about it? So it's called "For the Man Who Has Everything." everything. And essentially, what happens? And it's just one issue, right? It's, it is. It's, 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 an, it's an annual. Annual it's eleven, an, I think. I think. So, I think that's right. Um, Superman gets a gift on his birthday, which is essentially, it's called the Black Mercy. Oh, yes. That's right. <laughs> oh, you remember. I remember now. Um, and it is given to him by Mongol. Okay. Mistake. <laughs> well, um, should, you look at the tag first. This should be fine. <laughs> well, there was, it was, and it was, it's been adapted in Justice League, the animated right, series. Right, the episode of it, and, which I have not seen. And, they, and they've done it in Supergirl now, too. Have they really? really? Yeah, they did it in Supergirl. The um, TV show. The TV show. Okay. Um, obviously translated for the girl who has right. everything. Um, and what it is is that this alien plant, while it's killing you, mm -hmm. 
gives you your wildest dreams, the things you want <laughs> most in life. So Sounds like an Alan Moore story. You know? it's like, <laughs> the thing you want the most is going to kill you. So what it is is that Superman is married to Lois. Yep. They have in his like in when his, he's affected, when by, he's the affected by the because pl- sort of like it latches onto him. Right? Correct. It, it like jumps out of the box and right. Like, it's like him. it's like alien face hugger stuff. Right? Except well, it's a chest hugger. Well, same. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. And so it it shows him the vision. it shows him visions of what his life as his most of what he wants. Desires. And he so he's still living in Smallville. He's still <laughs> he still went he was still sent to Earth because his father mispredicted the destruction of Krypton. Okay. Um, so he was sent to Earth on accident, ended up finding out his planet was still around, and ended up going uh, there. Ah, gotcha. So what happens is, is that he's married to Lois, they have a son, they have a small little farm in Kansas, um, and they go visit Krypton. Krypton's still around, his mom's still alive, his dad's still alive, but he knows something's wrong. Right. Right, yeah. Um, and every time he kind of gets shaken out of it, things start to go wrong in his perfect dream world. And the animated series, what ends up happening, and it's it's one of the most heart-wrenching ones, too, once again. Yeah. Because as he realizes that that world is collapsing and he knows something's wrong with it, um, he goes down, they're on Krypton, the planet starts blowing up again, and his son, John... Mm-hmm. Not an uncommon name for Superman's son at this point. Yeah, right. Um, goes, what are you doing? We should leave now. We need to get out of here. We can go back home and be with mom and crypto. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes, no, I can't do that. Something's wrong. And he goes, well, isn't this everything you've always wanted? And he's like, he bends down and goes, yes, there's nothing more than I've ever wanted than this moment right here. And they hug together and cry and then die on Krypton. Oh, my God. As he wakes up. Right. I can't read it. Nope. <laughs> oh, That's a... Uh, so nope. Good. I can't do it. Um, it sounds really good, though. It is It is by far one of my favorite Superman stories. Huh. Yeah. It's, for sure. It sounds really interesting. And it's not long. Like, it's, it's an annual. It's an, right. It's an annual. I mean, it's, it's you know, however many pages long. Yeah. Right. Um, but then again, you can always just watch the animated episode, too. Touche. Um, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Bruce ends up giving him a gift card. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's got a million dollars on it. I was like, Does he really? Yeah. Thanks, thanks. Bruce. Oh, I love. I, love I, I, I think, I think if I remember correctly, Wonder Woman ends up getting him like a flower that was crossbred on Themyscira. Okay. For it's, it was an old Kryptonian flower that they crossbred on Themyscira and huh. gave it to him. That's how, how, how did the uh, Supergirl episode go? Was it? It was almost exactly the same thing, really? um, except she never. Left Krypton. Okay. Because okay. she was always sent after Clark was right. sent. Right, right. So she never left Krypton. Um, her aunt wasn't part... Ed, spoilers for the show for the first season. <laughs> it's been over for a little bit, the first season. I mean... I mean, season two starts up soon. Right, There's, there's a good start. chunk of people that still haven't seen the show. True. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> um, her aunt, who is leading... Who is essentially... General Zod and Feora, and I can't remember the big guy. Sure. Yeah, like I, that's yes. that's essentially what she's up against in the first season. Okay, of Supergirl, um, her aunt, who is essentially a like nut job on Krypton, I think is what they classified her as, and they ended up sending her to the Phantom Zone in this military prison. Okay, um, is no longer one of those. She's just a regular Kryptonian scientist. Her mom is still alive. Her dad's still alive. Um, 
Clark, however, did get sent to Earth again. Hmm. Okay. Because they do they do show you a young Clark Kent playing with her, so she, somehow he ends up getting back to Krypton as a younger age again. Um, but it pretty much plays out the same way, except there's no Mongol. Um, Maxwell Lord, who is essentially her version of Lex Luthor, except he ends up getting superpowers later on in the, sh- uh, in the mm. comics, um, has this alien plant. Okay. And I think if I remember... Do they call it Black Mercy? Yeah, they call it the Black Mercy. And I think if I remember correctly, it was given to him by her aunt. Okay. Okay. Um, so, and then her stepsister has to end up saving her from it. Unlike when it's Superman, it's Batman, and Wonder Woman that have to save him from it. Gotcha. Also, um, I was going to say, we, for if you want to read uh, For the Man Who Has Everything, it is collected in um, a hardcover that I know we have uh, that's called uh, The Greatest Superman Stories Ever Told. There's, there's, that, there's also a trade paperback, too. There's that one, and then there's also the DC Universe by Alan Moore, which uh, collects some of his more. And the other interesting tidbit um, that I forgot uh, was... Um, the creative team on that is Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons, mm-hmm. who nice. did Watchmen. Cool. So, it's, there you go. It, it, they did, and that was right before. Right Watchmen, before it. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, so, what is what is your general idea of Superman as a character? Do you do you after after this discussion and after sort of you know going back and thinking about it and rereading it, does it change your idea of Superman? Or tell me what you think. Like what? Do, where do you? Where does Ron stand on Superman? There's like when you if you were to hear there's a new Superman book coming out. What's your initial reaction? It could be interesting. I mean, I wasn't planning on reading Superman until a couple of people here told me about it. With Hyde and Carissa, they said it was right. really good. Superman Crypto. has Crypto. the potential to be very good. There has to be also for me the potential to be very boring. Right. I mean, it, it has that potential. It all depends on the writer at that point. Um, if they can take it and put a cool spin on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, people love Superman, so I can't say... Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to discount the I can't say it's, of... it's uh, all Superman's bad, because no, people not. love it. So, I mean, right. he's the poster boy for, for a lot books. of people. So. He's supposed to work for comic books. Right, for sure. You know? Um, what about you, Head? What is your overall, like... Opinion of the character Superman. Like, if you hear, not only creators, just like, we're launching a new Superman title uh, next month. Because my, my initial reaction is going to be, eh. Um, Which is kind of why I was excited for a new Superman, because it's different, you know, with, with Ken and Kong. And it's not Ken and Kong anymore, is it? On it, new Superman? It, no, it was Kenji Kong, and then Kenji they changed Kong. it to Kenan. Kenan, yeah. that's right, okay. Because Kenji was not actually a Chinese ja- name. Yeah, it was a Japanese, Japanese name, because they wanted to do some, like, weird political thing with it. Yeah. Um, in layman's term, I'm not a Superman fan. I don't, I'm not gung-ho about a Superman book. I'll read them because I'll read them. Yeah. I think we're pretty much in the same boat about that. It it boils down for me that up until maybe the 1980s, I understand the idea of Superman because he is essentially the epitome of the American dream at that point. Right. He's this small farm boy from Kansas that grew up big, this big-time reporter, but he's everyone's American hero. Um, one of my favorite Golden Age stories is actually right at the start of World War II. He tries to enlist in the Army, mm-hmm. and he's so excited about 
fighting for America yeah, yeah, and of course. freedom and freedom and all that. He gets so excited that when he's doing his exam, he accidentally uses his X-ray vision uh, uh. and looks at the eye chart four rooms over. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, that, and it's just kind of one of those things. that's just like he—he's. That's why. That's how they got him out of fighting World War Two because you couldn't have someone like that in comics fight World War II with how the war was going at the time because it didn't seem great for us with the attack on Pearl Harbor and everything else. Um, But as we got into the 1980s, of course, we saw a darker Superman with the death of Superman in the late 90s and um, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. It was much more... He was post-Watchmen. Post-Watchmen, once again, and the the Dark Cloud. Mm -hmm. But that Superman, we start to see more of a government puppet as, like, this... Excuse me. This is the like Doctor Manhattan was exactly. This is our flagship guy for the American. This is our fight against Cold War, and he's gonna save us from the Russians during the Cuban Missile Crisis and eventually cause it. Right. Um, and then we have the death of Superman, which is a great Lois Lane story. And surprising coming from you. Yeah, I. I'll have my problems with Lois Lane here in a second. We have a little bit of time to discuss that. Um, But then, as we get more into post-9-11 kind of era, the idea of Superman, I think, we'd like to relate more with Superman Mm -hmm. as a character because we still want to hold up the true American values and live the American dream that was promised back in the 40s and the 50s. Right, right, right. But... I think now more people gravitate towards a Lex Luthor concept where the idea of this super-powered human that's flying around... You know that's never going to be you. That's that's never going to be you, and you don't like the idea that someone can be above you. Right. Um, so you like the idea like a, a, of a Lex who sort of does it for himself. Exactly. He, which is another idea of the American dream, you know? Um, He's the darker version of yeah. the American dream. He's the two the, sides of the same coin. Yeah. But... I think it was because Lex was already on top of the world, and he didn't think anything could be any higher than him. And then, well, what's well, the first? Superman. Well, yeah, he has to look up and look at Superman. And it, I'm going to assume it had to be something in American Alien as well. Um, it happens in the Lex Luthor book that Brian Azzarello did. I know it happens in Birthright. I want to say it happens in All Star as well. But every time you see Lex Luthor and Superman kind of meet for, for the, the first, first time, time it's, it's always... he's always having to look up at oh, Superman, yeah, for sure. yeah. and that is a character flaw for Lex because he never had to look up at something. He's always been looking down from his ivory tower at people. But I think the idea of having this someone with immense powers that's not a true American be an American icon just kind of bugs him a little bit. So I think more people now gravitate towards Lex Luthor in that sense after the post-9-11 fear. Um, But with Lois Lane... Yeah, so so why do you hate Lois so much? Well... There's two things we haven't really gotten to talk about, and I know it's a Superman episode, but there's also two other books that spawn out from Superman. Which are? You have Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, yes. which isn't really important until Jack Kirby takes over uh-huh. uh, in True. the early 150s, 130s, if I remember correctly. Because it was just a, a fun kid's book, It was right? just a fun kid's book. But when Jack Kirby takes over, that's when you get the new gods and Dark Side and <laughs> a lot. It's a it's a darker Jimmy Olsen book, right. so it becomes a little more serious. So that's actually where you get the first uh, Dark Side in one thirty four, if I remember correctly. Right. Um, that's crazy to think that Dark Side didn't first appear in a Superman in, book. It's right. Like, it was it's Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. Olsen yeah. yeah. Um, but then you have Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane. Right. Yeah. My problem with Lois Lane is that she's supposed to be this ace reporter. 
But Nothing gets underneath her nose <laughs> except Superman. except Superman's secret identity. You can't figure it's, it out. They they play it in every everything. I, but and, well, I know for it, the most it part, just yeah. makes no sense. It just like, it's just so she, ridiculous. If she's such an ace reporter, <laughs> they said it in the they said it in Red Sun towards the end of the book too. Because he yeah 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 they did. It, it was it was so good. He, she, she looked at looked at him. No, it's okay, <laughs> fine. Well, I right, mean, cool. you know, I mean, Lex is a brilliant gene, is a brilliant uh, evil villain, but in All Star, he's teaming up with Clark Kent. And doesn't right? Yeah. Out, well. you know? And I mean, it happens. I mean, that's, that's, it happens. In it ha- yeah, that happens all but, the time. And that's, too, yeah. I think that's why I like that Lex in Batman and Superman is because he he's know. smart enough to know that Clark Kent and Superman are the same person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, he but, also knew who Batman, Batman was, so but, that's kind of. But he also has the metahuman thesis, and he's been working. I don't know. That, Amanda Waller knew who. Uh, but she's also government. I mean, well, you have to assume the government knows who Batman is. Apparently, I mean, no. Superman, I can understand not knowing because I don't see him like, I'm going to fly to the Fortress of Solitude and then fly home where a drone can follow me. Right. <laughs> like, I, I see him like, I'm going to no, no drone. He took down those Superman. drones <laughs> in Man of Steel. He did. So there you go. But, I, but at the same time, I'm thinking, he like, he's going to stop remember. in, like, he, Congo he and, like, I'm going to hide in Congo for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> not <laughs> <in it>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, escape the drones. Uh, yeah. Escape the drones. Yeah, exactly. But the cool thing with Lois Lane's story arc, and it doesn't really happen until the seventies. Um, she has one of the most racially charged issues in DC comics. Was it the? It's called the "I'm curious to be black." Okay, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And what ends up happening is, for some reason, what what happens is she needs to get an interview from someone that's in a heavy African-American district. Okay. And so no white reporter... Can go in there. And well, the it's not can go in there. They can go in there, but he won't see... Right. The person that she needs to interview her. won't see her. Right. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can't get, the so, can't get the interview. Can't get the interview. So she goes to Superman and goes, Superman, do you have this thing where you can turn me black for a day? Oh, man. So right. I can go in here and get the scoop and get everything that I need for this story. Superman goes, yes. I have this machine that can miraculously turn. He, he, no, no, no. My question is, why does Superman have this? Is this is a machine that has other purposes? That's how he escapes the drones. Stop! Stop it, Michael. <laughs> okay. I had one, and was, it was it was a good. That was, that was a good one. That was good. That was, that was good. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, so does, so does Superman go out of his way to build a machine that makes you? No, he already black? had it. He already, no, 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 no. I know, but like, it was from Krypton. outside the box. Why? <laughs> why? Why? Why do you need this? Like you know, like or was he making something else? And like, hey, look what I can do. Oh man, you know, like that's a that's a weird machine to have. Can he do the opposite? Can it? No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah, well, I I'm mean, not, he, I'm does, not he does. He does change her back. Oh, so nice. but all right. Isn't, it, isn't the the cover of the book? Isn't it her? It's like, her coming in and out of the machine. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Um. So what ends up happening is she train she changes skin tone color to get this interview. And she starts noticing, obviously, it's a big racially charged book to understand. When did they come out? Do you remember? I want to say... Because I want to know if it was before or after uh, that book, Black Like Me. Well, that's that's the name of that. I I don't remember the name of the author. (laughs) But there's the guy that wrote the book, Black Like Me, where he went undercover, you know, and he had, like, a professional makeup artist, whatever. For sure. You know, make him look... African American for a period of time, and he went out in the world and wrote a book on you know, it. And you know, it's funny. A white guy, Speaking of uh, Grant Morrison, yes. he's doing no, sorry, 
Mark Wade's doing Mark a Wade. black superhero uh, book right now, which is called. Is he, is, he doing, is he part of the milestone thing that DC just? No, 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 no. It's okay. with him. Oh man, I can't remember the name of the book. Sorry, but uh, it's based during slavery time, and it's a guy that came. I know, know which one, I know what you are talking about. I just about, can't, I think, can't of the think of the name. movie. Oh. I mean the the book. the, the book, but is it's it oh, it's, it's it? no, no, it's, it's um. Oh my god! Black mask or really? Boom? No, it's. Uh, it might be boom. I think it's neither, but it's it it's amazing. Really? Yeah. It's, you have a phone. Oh look it up. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get up. I know what you're talking about. Oh, it doesn't look it. I have look it I have doesn't the it? issues. But it's oh, it's man. it's during know, oh, um, like strange fruit, strange fruit. Strange that is fruits. exactly what it's called. Google strange fruit. I I had to think about it because I was like, wait it's a no second. No Google too. He did what? it on his own. Yeah, that what? was that was pretty good. What's the book that's taking forever to come out? It, it, <laughs> I can't remember the guy who writes. Uh, no, it's J. G. Jones. J. G. Jones. J. G. Jones the third. He yeah. takes very long on doing his books. I mean, it's they're all only pain. they're all on issue. Well, what does Mark Wade have to do with it? It's Mark Wade's he's, writer. He's writing it. Oh, J.G. Jones is the artist. Yeah, the writer. I mean, the, the, the sorry, sorry. The artist. The artist. You did. Um, yeah, but uh, it's amazing. Y'all okay. should y'all should tell. Strange they're on. There are only two issues out. <laughs> I thought there were three. No, there are only two. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, Jim Lee over it's here. taking a very long time. What do you mean, it's Jim been... Lee would just drop the book and give it to... <laughs> oh, like, they're Jim on, Lee Neil they are on three. I'm sorry, all right, they are on three. So they have one more issue to come out. It's, uh, it, it, it is boom. I'll wait for yeah. the trade. All right. Good job, Look at Mike. you. All right. So, Ahead, what were you um, here? Superman Vol- Girlfriend, Lois Lane, num- volume one, number 106, came out November of 1970. 1970. Right. Uh, and it's just called the I'm Curious, and in parentheses, it's black. Is it, is it really? <laughs> yes. Um... And the place she's trying to go to is called Little Africa. Interesting. All right. So what happens Cause, is... Because Black Like Me came out in 61. Yeah, so it's so, after. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, that's after. Yeah. Um. So what ends up happening is she starts to realize all the racially charged things that are going on in the country at the time. She can't get a taxi. Um, she's getting name called as she's walking down the street going to Little Africa because she couldn't get a taxi. And then at the end of the issue, what she does is she goes back to Superman. She gets the interview... And she looks at him and goes, would you still love me if I was black? Hmm. Really? Yes. And what does he say? And he goes, I don't see color because I'm an alien. To you, to me, all of you are humans. Right. Uh, well, go. So. Well, I mean, so Superman gives you the message then at that yeah, point. Yeah, essentially. Right. Yeah. There you go. Um, We're all humans. But also out of her run you also get in it's issue number 70 you get the first silver age catwoman as well oh cool she ends up fighting catwoman <laughs> okay no like actually like an, an actual like cat, a, f- a fight a, a, cat, a fight. cat fight she gets a no cat fight with, yeah who wins i think it was catwoman the readers hide that's who wins um but anyway wow um so go away michael <laughs> that was a that was good that was pretty good yeah uh, what was yours Oh yeah, the, oh, it was the drums. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, closing takeaways. Hyde, if you're gonna give, if you're gonna recommend somebody to read one Superman uh, trade paperback, what would it be? Birthright. Birthright. Ron. American Alien. Not October twenty first. Pre-order it. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, you can. You can. We can. We, we can, can do that for you. So. Uh, we already had two people do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll do me it. not included. So there you go. Well, I mean. We don't, right. Yeah, we don't. I'm, count. I'm getting. We, we've so. already ordered. You didn't even have to write it down. Right. No. Just order an extra one for for Ron. Yeah. Mine would obviously be All Star. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. Um, but we want to hear your favorite Superman stories. Do you even like Superman? Uh, yeah. Are well, you a Batman fan? Are you a Batman fan? Oh, well, I mean, there's always like, that 
Well, it's, it's like Beatles and Rolling Stones. Right. It's like, oh, I like... Well, the correct answer is the Beatles. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean if you say the Rolling Stones, you're just wrong. Um, but anyway, it's... You know, he is the most popular of all time. Yeah. I mean, he... Uh, right? No yeah. debate, I don't think. Agreed. I mean, I think it's him, Batman, Spider-Man. Basically. I think Batman basically. and Spider-Man are probably like this. Well, although Batman's logo is definitely more recognizable. Than Spider-Man's, yeah. So it's, For sure. It, and that's what I was going on. Super, well, actually, it'd be like, Jesus Christ, Superman. Well, I mean, <laughs> well let's not get into Beatles territory, John Lennon territory here. Uh, but uh, we're talking about... What are you talking about, Ringo? <laughs> <laughs> was it Ringo? Who said it? I don't no, know. It's, I don't, it's John Lennon. It was, yeah, I was like, John it, Lennon. It was John Lennon that said that. The, do you know about that? No. The Beatles got in a lot of trouble when they said that they were bigger. They were the more popular. Than oh, Jesus. okay. Yeah. I do know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Of course, I it was mean, John Lennon. Yeah, obviously it was John Lennon. Like communist. He might be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, the, you know, when I got red sun right here, right? Speaking of communism. Uh, the itchy red blanket. Um, but anyway, come in and tell us your favorite Superman stories. Or tell us why you you didn't like any of the stuff that we like. Right, yeah, for you sure. Know, um, come and talk to Ron about American Alien. He, tell he, me why he, you hate Max Landis. <laughs> yeah, t- yes. <laughs> Max Landis is something else. He Did you see his picture? Did you look? <laughs> I realized after I had looked at him up, I have seen him before. Oh, really? He did uh, a YouTube, he did some YouTube videos that were, were related to professional wrestling. <laughs> really? Yes. Uh, all right. Yeah, see, he can't, just stay in your own thing. Hey, yeah. Um, he can do whatever he wants, okay? He cannot. Hey, apparently he can. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yep, he's something else. He's an he's an interesting cat. I'll give him that. Something else for sure. You just gotta give him time. He's too young. Oh, give, him, give him time to. to, to he's gonna morph into Alan Moore. No, no, but not no, 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 no. He won't be Lord Moore. Obviously, he's got he's gonna morph into Perez Hilton. Oh well, all right. <laughs> well, um, but anyway, come in and tell us. We want to hear um, all your feedback. Um, tell us who you want to do. Uh, who we should do next on our future focus? Yeah, like. For sure. uh, I mean, we've done what well, we did uh, Spider-Man and Superman so far yeah. we've done Spider-Man uh, Superman Suicide Squad well yeah we did yeah, I mean we theoretically did, um, yeah, even the ones before squad. the movies we, yeah. we, we did Suicide Squad yeah, yeah. Yeah, those so are, yeah. there you go yeah so come in and tell us what you want to hear next because I mean we'll if we get enough votes from we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll do it do any I mean, character why not? Yeah. Um, and yeah I want you to do Savage Dragon I'm gonna read all of it. Do I have to read all of it? Yeah. Invincible. First twenty. Hey, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm fine with I'm, Invincible too. I'm, I just I'm I need twenty. A, I'm twenty two trades in. God, I, I I remember when I was ahead of you by, by one trade, the first one, and then you just swooped on yeah, by. It was it's just it got became one of those things where it's like, all right, I'm at trade eleven. You There's gotta, only fourteen more left. You gotta I can finish this. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta keep going. I'm, I want Hickman to write some more stuff so we can do a Hickman. Well, Hickman's got enough stuff to do. Hickman's got enough stuff to do one. We've got plenty of stuff. Does he? I mean, yes. if we can do one um, on a, cre- a creator spotlight, so coming up in uh, soon, uh, we're doing a, cre- a creator spotlight Either a week focus. Or two weeks. In, in the next couple of weeks, we're, we're going to start a new type of show called Creator Spotlight, uh, which is uh, we're going to first our first episode is going to be on a uh, Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, so if we can do Brian K. Vaughn, we can do Jonathan Hickman. Okay. A man that's been in charge of a company changing event. Yeah, true, you know very mean? true. Like more, more than one event at Marvel. He did Secret Wars. He did Infinity. Infinity. Uh, I feel like he made there was it. another. Uh, yeah, was another was one. he here on Original Sin? I also didn't meet Hickman. Oh. I meant, I meant uh, Max Landis. <laughs> no, uh, you love Hickman. Who writes? I know, and I wasn't talking about Hickman because Hickman didn't do Invincible. Invincible. Oh. um... 
Robert Kirkman. Kirkman. I always Kirkman. get their last names mixed up. I want to do one on Kirkman. You could do three books on I, Kirkman. It, it, it is three books. It's, it's Walking it's, Dead and Outcast. Outcast. And Invincible. That's, which, that's three. Is he still even writing Invincible at this point? Yes. Well, I don't know if it's... Well, yeah, he's, it's still going on, so yeah. Is it really that's his baby. No, it doesn't need to go Well, it anymore. took a break for a little bit. It no. didn't take a break for a while. Because they're, they're doing... They're on Invincible Universe now. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. They did come back. It's a reboot. All right, I'm not reading it. <laughs> they anyway, literally, when they came back, it was reboot, question mark. Tell us who you Part want. Part one. <laughs> Boo. Tell us who you want for Creator Spotlight after we do Brian K. Vaughn. Tell yeah, us, for sure. Uh, who you want to feature focus on. We want to hear it. Um, we love we love hearing the feedback. Uh, th- thank you guys again for downloading. We really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for tuning into the Superman episode. Uh, we hope you, you learned a little bit about Superman today and maybe going to pick up some... Uh, some Superman trades out of Especially this. Especially when American Alien comes out. October 21st. I mean, I, you put it over pretty hard. So, like, it's, I'm, it's I'm, 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 I'm going to buy it. I, I had no interest in it before. I'll check it out. <laughs> he'll, he'll read it here, and then if it's good, he'll buy it. Right, that's, yeah. I mean, that's pretty He'll, he'll buy it when you're not here. Basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'll buy it in front of you, because I bought the Wonder Woman Earth 1 in front of Dylan. Yeah, you did. Oh, well, there you go. You All were right. ready to hate that book. No, it wasn't. Not the Earth 1 one. I was, I was ready to oh, hate the like 52. Right, right, right. Which is good. Up until they change. Yeah, but I will never admit that to Dylan. Even okay, well, there you go. Here. I'm not admitting <laughs> Dylan doesn't listen to this. <laughs> he, he does not. No, he doesn't. But anyway, thank you guys for downloading this. Later, guys. This is Ron. And this is Hyde. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Bye.